All right, guys, welcome back to this week's episode, Driving Life. I am, I'm almost off IR, but I am one of your co-hosts, <laughs> Owen Trinkler, my other co-host, Donovan Degelau. Yeah, in the, well, we're in the man cave. We are. Uh, today. And this was, so, you know, before we get into uh, the episode uh, with uh, Sammy Puri. We got to say, well, Michael's here too. Well, yeah, yeah of course. Well, Mike's Hi, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I, sorry. I'm excited, man. I, I, I know. Wanted you're to jump into this. Yeah, ready to go. Uh, you know, when we, when we reached out to Sammy to, to do the podcast, um, and, you know, we, the concept of, you know, we, we want to come to you and bring it to the garage, you know, yeah. and see some cars. And he's like, well, you know, I got a man cave. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, man cave, that's cool. This is like, and, and we'll, we'll talk about it a little more in depth, but it's like a, <laughs> dude. You this can like off the high, floor. Oh yeah, dude, this is super cool. I, I'm thinking about not leaving. I yeah, you just gonna camp out here. Yeah, I might for a little while. You got the driving sim here and stuff, and <laughs> you know, a couple of nice rides. Yeah, I mean, we got a refrigerator, us. coffee maker. Okay. This yeah. is not. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he may not appreciate that, but I'm gonna see if I can stay for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what's going on, man? Oh, good week. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a uh, couple racing on Sunday and. Um, you know, I'm getting ready to take off tomorrow to head to Phoenix and do a little driving with uh, with my. I'm going to meet up with uh, my old owner, Mr. Catano, and uh, do a little driving and coaching for him out in Phoenix. So I'm going to be hopping on a plane, I guess, when this episode comes out uh, yeah. tomorrow, and uh, I'll be in Phoenix for till Saturday. So it'll be be a lot of fun. Going to kind of reunite with with an old race car that I used to drive for him. Yeah, which that's. I mean, that's got to be pretty cool to go back and you know, hang out with them. I mean, Cause they, I mean, they played a pretty big role for a couple of years and, you know, you're driving life and, oh, yeah. um, you know, which that's part of what we honor here is the, the relationships that we've built, you know, over these years. So it's, I mean, you know, good for you going back, man, and get to hang out and have a little bit of fun with that. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to it because Joe's driving. So everybody I used to drive with, um, with his daughter, Sarah in the MSA competition. And, and so now Joe's doing, a little, you know, amateur driving but he's doing some and wants to get better and so we're working on uh, we've got one of the old honda chassis that's got some history that won at sebring back in um i guess it would have been 16 i think that's that car won and so he'll never get rid of that car that chassis right. is going to be around forever and but that's the one he's driving now and looking forward to kind of reuniting with that car and helping him a little bit this next few days out there on did the you, west coast so. did you drive that car oh yeah yeah oh. we drove that car in 16 so it, it won that race and and so i know that's a car that will never Never leave his garage because he's got a nice setup out there too, kind of a little man cave. So yeah. we might have to have, we'll have him on at some point. It might have to be a call in. I don't know if we're ever going to make it to Phoenix, um, but we might. Never no, say so never. No, no, we <laughs> yeah. It's a short, short Southwest flight out there. Yeah, exactly. So it'll, it'll be fun. It's going to be like 105, but I think what they do this time of the year, the member track that he, where he's a member of out there is, I think they run from like six to 12 during the day and then they, um, you know, close up shopping. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it gets too hot in the afternoon. So yeah. that'll, it'll be a lot of fun though. I'm looking forward to going out there. Yeah. That'd be a good time. We do know somebody on Southwest. Oh yeah, we do. He yeah. might be flying might out be, there. Yeah. yeah. Jeff. Oh Abbott. yeah. He yeah. might have to Jason's like, hey, see who's flying my plane. <laughs> yeah. So, Peek in the door real quick. Yeah. Like who's, who's the pilot here? <laughs> but we did have some racing on Sunday and, um, we did. Did you watch it? I did. I caught, well, I watched a little bit of it and it was at Bristol which was one of my favorite tracks and obviously being in Tennessee doesn't hurt at all either. Cause that's a yeah. great place. And it was, um, you know, here are my, th here are my thoughts on everybody, you know, 
love or hate NASCAR, whatever you want to say, but it's racing right now, and that's what we're talking about because uh, I think IndyCar will be back June 8th. So we'll talk a little yep. IndyCar when we'll talk all racing when it finally kind of gets going again. But Chase did what he had to do. You know, I feel like he raced Logano, and this is my, I'm going to just gonna be straight. I don't hold, you know, I, I just give you my opinion that Logano would have done this. Oh, totally. The damn same thing. He'd have done oh, the same thing. Absolutely. And so, and, Maybe worse. And you're to, at, in I mean, some regard. He may have really bump and run them. Yeah. And, and I don't think Chase didn't mean to. He just got he got a little free getting in. He drove it in super hard and the thing just kinda got away from him. And we're at Bristol. I mean, I've seen a lot worse. I mean, let's face Earnhardt it. Earnhardt and Labonte. Oh, I mean <laughs> just demolished cars, you know, coming out of Bristol. I didn't you know, I mean, I don't think Logano got that heated over it. It, you know, and you're right. He would have done. He whined a little bit. Yeah, but you know, yeah, he did for sure. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. And it was, uh, I don't know. I actually felt worse for Chase, honestly, because I, I think he had the better car. He did because he let he won both the stages, yeah. and was going to be in a position to probably, you know, obviously put himself in position. I mean, talk about ever since we've come back, how fast the non car's been though. I mean, oh, I, I mean, Harvick won the first race, so they came back. But ever since then, I mean, he's been, I mean, he's been a contender to win. Oh yeah, every in race. every race, and yeah. it, you know, I mean, it was a either an untimely pit or you know something that's kind of taken him out of it. But he was always in contention. So he's, if they can keep this up, it's going to be tough to beat. I know. I mean, it's uh, so I I look at it that way. They're just gaining a lot of momentum, and and uh, I didn't have a problem with it. And I mean, then Brad. Kozlowski's sitting there. I know, right? <laughs> and brings like, home the win. I mean, he's won Coke 600. That's like the little kid out in the outfield, you know, and somebody hits a pop fly and he just sticks his glove up in the air. He's like, look what I Close my eyes. <laughs> and I caught it. But, Wait, I just won? Oh, yeah. sweet. Yeah, but I mean, he's got to put himself in position. Well, and, and he was there. And then um, and then that happened. So, yeah. And then uh, your boy, Boyer, man, he was kind of like, oh my gosh, I finished second. <laughs> yeah, well, that was, yeah, exactly. Okay, now, so now we're talking. You know, and Clint... God, I want to see him win one. I really do, you know, because um, he's he's you know, but he's good at he's good at Bristol. Yeah, Bristol's been a pretty decent track for him. So, um, again, you know, you got to put yourself in the in a in a position. And Bristol's a tough place to, you know, those last couple of laps to be there for the win. You know, it's your guy to expect you're going to get bump. You know, the bump and run, and you're going to get pushed out of the way if somebody can get to you. Yeah. yeah. What's your thoughts on? Um you know, I mean, they're not showing up doing any practice and just doing the race. I mean, do you like it better this way? I mean, do you think the racing's more competitive because of that? And then, st- I mean, because like think about when they come in. I mean, like we do, we go to a weekend that we're in two days before a race and we're practicing, and they're probably doing. I don't have their schedule in front of me on a normal weekend, but I'd say four to six hours of practice time before the race. I mean, what's your thoughts? You think this is more competitive right now? Well, the only thing that concerns me about that is. You know, some of these, you know, the bigger, more well-funded teams may have a, a greater advantage as this if it keeps going this way. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm not really seeing much of a difference right now. I mean, I'm sure the drivers don't dig it. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can probably attest yeah. to that. But, uh, but I don't know. I'm not, I don't know, as a fan, I like to see the, practice i like to see qualifying yeah. you know i like to see all that thing it kind of keeps me you know in tune with what's with what's happening the only thing, and again 
mean, if it if it never went back that, and that's the way they did it from this point forward, I don't think it would affect me. I mean, it's just it is what it is, yeah. right? I mean, for right now, my, my concern is that you know some of these these less funded teams, you know, underfunded. I guess I don't know if that's the right word, but uh, you know, under underfunded teams maybe not having the data to go back on for you know all of these tracks and you know to get a to get a good setup out of that. Yeah, I've been. I mean, I kind of thought that too, and I've been impressed with uh, Nemechek, and that's John Hunter. Um, Front Row Motorsports, which is owned by a guy, Bob Jenkins. And I've, I've had the opportunity to hang out with Bob a little bit. So he's from East Tennessee. And team's running really well. I'm not saying they're underfunded at all, but they're not a Hendrick. Right. Well, that's stuff. what I mean. But I mean, but, not, but, Gibbs, but when I say underfunded, it's, I'm talking, you know, resources. Hendrick, Gibbs and... Uh, Hendrick you know, and Stuart Haas and all those yeah, guys. But right. I mean, those guys are running pretty well. And it's like, you know, you used to look at them mainly at Daytona, Talladega. But right. I mean, he's putting the car up front. Um, kind of reminds me of you know when Truex yeah was was doing that you know taking this team that really wasn't expected to be you know not only winning races but up front you know let alone uh, yeah so you know yeah good good for them to for the strong showing here and maybe maybe this gives them that advantage or gives them that opportunity because maybe it levels the playing field a little bit more maybe I'm thinking this thing wrong yeah I mean that's what I was kind of th- I mean I don't know if maybe it helps that tight team, but I don't know. Like, it's never really happened in the history of the right. sport that we're doing these, this show up and race. And, um, it's just been interesting in how they're drawn for the field and stuff. And, um, I just wanted your opinion as a fan, yeah. you know, what you kind of thought of the, the did racing you, there. <laughs> did you watch any of the Xfinity race last night? I did not. I didn't have, actually, I completely forgot that it was even on. So I know you've got more to, to well, kind of talk about like, kind of what happened, but I, yeah, I didn't. no, it was, you know what? It was a really competitive race. It was it was really good. Um, the the best thing for me was you know it was the uh, Bush brothers that commentated the whole thing. Oh, did they? It was hilarious, dude. These That's guys, you could tell they wanted to just go at each other, and yeah. they were really holding back for you know to for, on TV. It was great. Was it just the two of them in there? Yeah. In the so booth? it was. It was. Yeah. You know, and of course they got them. They got them separated. Oh yeah, because they're in Charlotte doing it. Actually, yeah, they're not right. like, in the booth. You yeah. know, so it was it was the Bush brothers and then Adam Alexander. Kind okay, of, yeah. Uh, you know, he was the the host. You know, the main commentator. But it was the great. referee. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, they were just going back at it. You know, and, and Kurt kept telling Kyle, "I taught you everything you know." You know, and all this. he's like, "Well, that's good. I've got two championships because of it." You yeah, know? and you got one. Yeah, it was so good <laughs> from a long time I ago. Was like, you know, they they had said that on. Um, because that race was postponed from Saturday night. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. And uh, so they were talking about it on the uh, on the cup race that, you know, these guys were going to be hosting on Monday night. And it was it was pretty good. I was, um, it, you know, driver. The, from what I've seen when they, I love the fact that they're doing that with Xfinity, uh, you know, bringing in these these drivers as hosts and, and whatever. But these two guys, you just knew there was potential for, some fireworks and uh, they they kept it in check pretty good but watching them you could see they wanted to just go after each, each other. other or some of the competitors no 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 each other each other oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> there's, there's no love lost between the two of those guys uh you know his brother i mean yeah you know it's just this rivalry where you know you want to beat your brother I mean, oh yeah i mean if you're beating if kurt you know is beating kyle he's probably running pretty good then yeah well exactly you know and, and when you're talking 
at that level of competition and and most for for two brothers to be able. I mean, I, I mean, it's been done before. It's not like it hasn't been, you know, Labonis yeah. and you know whatever. But um, but to see these two guys, it was fun. It was it was fun to watch. I enjoyed it. I watched it as much for that as I did, you know, for the race. It still creeps me out, dude. No fans. It's weird. Yeah, not seeing anybody in the yeah. stands or I mean, they haven't really been doing any. Uh, Kind of over the head shots. I mean, a little bit. I mean, a little bit. I did watch Sunday. I didn't say I watched the whole 500 miles, but or 500 laps there. But I watched um, enough. But they're not like kind of doing overhead shots. It seems like well, last uh, last night they were doing. They had the drone. Oh, did they have the drone? Yeah, going? yeah. And they kept coming over the top of the building. You know, the Coliseum, and and then yeah. diving down into the. It was it was cool. It was a cool shot, but um, it's weird. Probably because I'm a fan, so I want to be there. You want to be there, yeah, yeah. Maybe soon. I don't know if they have they made an announcement when they're gonna. I have I have not heard because I know they're they're starting to move to different states now. I can't remember what's coming up next for them. Atlanta's next week. That's right, Atlanta. And then I think they go to Martinsville, Virginia. Mm. I think after that. So I think um, maybe at some point. I, I mean, maybe later than that because I know IMSA. You know, the first two events for sure at Daytona and Sebring are no fans allowed. So that's in July. Yeah. And so maybe, maybe August, maybe limited fans, maybe. So, uh, you know, how how's that going to work for me? Am I going to sit out in the parking lot and do podcasts out there? Because <laughs> yeah. <what> <laughs> I'm but, going. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've limited. Um, are they living, they even limit pits? Crew, the yeah. Crew guys Just like they did NASCAR. Because, well, I mean, IMSA is NASCAR owned. And, and so they mm-hmm. basically have followed the same rules. So it's going to be 15 crew members, including drivers, um, per car per entry for uh, WeatherTech, and then the the IMSA the the Pilot Challenge the series that we're in with Team TGM it's going to be ten, and so it doesn't really affect us that much to be honest. I mean because we run two cars anyways, and so we kind of hover at that twenty to twenty five right crew there. members. So we're right we're right on the cusp. It might affect us just a little bit, but um, it's not going to be a tremendous loss, you know. And I don't. Maybe a little bit on the weather tech side for some of the factory efforts. Yeah, right. Possibly. Um, but they just don't want excess people. If you don't need to have these people there, then they just don't need to be there. And there's no catering. You know, we used to have, yeah. um, or we still do. It's just because we've got COVID-19, Marion's, which is kind of like the cafeteria for every team for the most part that everybody comes to. Um, obviously, that's not going to be happening, mm-hmm. and she can't be be working so because the teams can't all gather together and stuff right. and there's checkpoints it's basically the the document that came up for nascar we follow the exact same thing there's certain times it'll be weird it's like we have we have a certain time period we have to show up to the track and so it's not like oh i'm gonna wake up catch a workout in do this do that and then we'll just head to the track it's like if we got to be there at 10 o'clock i'm just throwing that out there 10 a.m we got to be you got to be there got to be there and it doesn't matter if we're maybe not on track till three you got to be there at 10 o'clock. To, that's your appointment to go through the safety checks that they want you to go through. So that'll be that'll be different, you know, a different challenge when, when that day finally comes, which we're, you know, almost a month away. Yeah, so, yeah it's getting close. And so, it's going to go fast, too. Oh, yeah. Once once it gets here, it's going to be really, yeah. really fast. So. Well, you know, again, as a fan, I, I hope we get through it pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I hope so too. I'm ready to be back in the track and and ready to see my guys on on our team, and yeah. then um, then then I can't wait for the fans to be back. And so, are you guys doing? Are you having meetings? Are you? Do you I mean, do you have you been have you been in touch? I mean, I know there's not probably a lot you can do other than just talk about the schedule. 
maybe. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about, I mean, we've had, you know, engineers, you know, talk about a few things and then, uh, you know, we've, we've had a couple of Zoom calls, you know, that we've, we've done a couple of happy hours. Yeah. If you want to call that really working. But yeah, we've done that. <laughs> and, you know, also we've had some birthdays, celebrations from some of the crew guys over this period. But yeah, we've, we've all kind of kept in touch okay. at yeah. least once a week, you know, to keep up. And because this is the longest time, I mean, oh, yeah, that we, because we don't all live in the same town. And right. it's like now, I mean, normally it's, this is your family that you're seeing all the time. And now it's like just talking to you over the phone or Zoom yeah. calls or FaceTime or whatever it is. So yeah, we definitely um, miss each other, but we're going to be back soon doing some stuff. But man, we got a great guest today. Yeah, this is, um, well, I mean, this is why we do this, right? Yeah. I mean, to, to come and sit and talk to people that are, you know, passionate about their cars and, you know, their business, it's just, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, good conversation, which is why we do this. Yeah. And it's not only, you know, for the opening of this interview, it's not only about the cars. I mean, we talk a little bit of business cause Sammy is, um, I mean, he's, he started from nothing yeah. and to end up, you know, he's getting that, I'd say like, oh, he's done with his career because he's not anywhere close, but he continues to keep pushing himself every yeah. day, even though he's very successful entrepreneur right now. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot of good little, uh, tidbits in there for, you know, what achieving success, at least how he does it and, yeah. and what, you know, how he looks at success and what, and what drives him, uh, you know, in that manner. So, um, yeah, this is, um, this is a lot of, a lot of fun. Not to mention this man cave is BA. It is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. <laughs> we'll get some, uh, check out the Facebook page and the, um, the website. We'll get some pictures up there. But uh, just come to the podcast here to, to just enjoy, you know, yeah. a conversation about, uh, uh, you know, cars and relationships and success and, you know, what that looks like. That's what, that's what I'm here that's for. What, that's what we're here for. And that's yeah. what Sammy is. Very successful. So guys, enjoy Sammy Port. He's, um, it's really good. And uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Leave us some comments, your likes, dislikes. You can email us. Yeah. It, um, Connect at Driving Life. Driving Life. And also we got some gear coming. We do. And um, so guys, uh, drivinglife.com. We're going to have some really cool shirts that are uh, in production, some gear, some hats. And I mean, it's going to be awesome. I'm uh I can't, I probably can't be up where you're going to go on Sunday because, because I'm coming back from Phoenix, but yeah. you're going to, yeah, I've already kind of prepped a little bit of uh, what you're sort of bringing because you're going to the track. So it's, yeah, we can talk on that. It's, it's ended on a really good note that you're going to go to the track yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. So like, I'm looking for, actually, I was talking to Mike about that on the way up here and she's like, well, can I go? Yeah. <laughs> and I said, do you want to go? She's like, well, yeah, I think so. I mean, I could get some good shots. You know, there's going to be a lot of great cars up there and, uh, you know, a lot of guys, a lot of guys we've had on the show, um, are going to be up there and we've got a little surprise. Yeah. That's going to, it's going to be fun. I wish, you know, we'll see. I, it's going to be a long travel day for me on Saturday. I'm going to get back late Saturday night and then, you know, I got to be with my boys a little bit yeah. on Sunday, but yeah, I'm look well, for we'll, our, look for our driving life gear we'll, on our and, social and we'll pages. take tons of pictures Yeah, for you. Awesome guys. Well, enjoy Sammy and, uh, have a great week. Have a good weekend. Uh, take care of each other, love each other, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Peace. All right, guys, welcome back to The Driving Life. Uh, this week, we've got another great guest. I say that every week, but well, Sammy. It's true every week. Yeah, That's every why. week, he just gets better and better. <laughs> Sammy Pori, 
Yeah. Good how to you have doing? you guys. How, how you doing, man? Fantastic, man. Great to have you guys. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for uh, taking the time out. You know, Absolutely. and spend spend a little time talking to us about driving. And uh, I'll ask this later, but my first thing is this: like passion of this kind of uh, car passion. Where did it begin? Does this go back a long time ago? I think go back as much as I remember. Really, I always I was always loved cars. I almost liked the smell of gas. I think yeah. that's where it started. I, uh, when I was little, I remember, you know, I didn't grow up here. I grew up in, uh, in Iran uh, and we didn't have exotic cars, many of exotic cars. So my dad was a car guy. Yeah. Now that I go back and think about it, you know, in, in my country, usually people have one car, a whole family. Like my dad had five, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. Land Rovers, Land Cruisers, Hummer and, you know, so he liked cars in a different way. Yeah. And I think that's when it started for me. And I was always thinking about, you know, one day I'm going to have a race car. I'm going to have a race <laughs> car. And I guess that's really when it started. Can I say what age? Probably eight, nine. Yeah. yeah when, you, when you first understand what it is, you know, the attraction to the automobile and, and the, you know, where that passion starts to build. Because my, my question is always, you know, as kids... You know, I think you said something earlier about having a poster on the wall, you know, and that, and that kind of thing. So it evolves from that. So for you, well, I guess, how long, when did you come to the States then? So I moved from Iran when I was 19. Yeah. And I was in Turkey for a couple of years. And I, I think I, yeah, I got here when I was 21 years old. And then, but that just, it followed you all the way through. Absolutely, and- 100%. I mean, I remember back when I was 12, 13, we were buying chewing gums. And behind those chewing gums, there was a picture of a car. And I was collecting all those pictures. I mean, I had probably hundreds of them. I would go buy seven, eight gums just with all get- my money that I would get just to get the pictures of cars. And I was reading in on the bottom, there was uh, horsepower, there was information oh, yeah. about the car. And I was, you know, collecting those cars and just collecting information on cars. And I guess that's, that's where all started. And But when I came here and started... Uh, started you know starting my business and seeing more cars and you know uh it was just one day i'm gonna have a nice car i couldn't afford one and but you know it was a goal i'm gonna buy a nice car and i'll tell you the story about the slr uh, and that's kind of uh, you know it was always a dream to have a to have a real car yeah and that day came and here we are so well, i know you're gonna say no, something. Wrong, go ahead no. <laughs> um what was the what was your first like that you can remember it's like okay this is the car i want and i'm gonna go get it i finally gotten there you know that's what i was gonna ask so So, i started my company i mean i when i moved here i had nothing i was a single guy came here by myself didn't know anybody in this town you know i had 40 bucks in my pocket uh and the first car the real car i bought or i wanted to buy so much uh, was the slr uh, Mercedes SLR. This is 2005, and Mercedes of Nashville had one, and uh, there was a coupe SLR silver red. So I would go there after work every day. Not every day, maybe that's an exaggeration. You know, a couple of times a week at least, and just adore the car from outside. I'm like, <laughs> one day I'll buy you, man. <laughs> one day I'll buy, I'll buy one. That's the real car that I wanted. And when I bought that car, I thought the world was mine. But the first car I bought that it was fun car to drive 
because I love the SLR so much, I bought an SL55 AMG. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's where I said, yes, this is finally a car, uh, like a dream car, but not a dream car. I knew I was gonna have better cars because I was on the roll. I knew where I'm going. Uh, but that was the car that I said, I finally enjoy driving. Yeah. If that answers yeah, that, your question. No, no, that totally answers it. Because it, it, it's always interesting to see where, you know, where it starts. Mm-hmm. And what, you know, because it may, everybody we talk to, there's, it's always different, right? You know, right. I mean, it's like, you know, what is it that really sparks it? Some, some, for some folks, it's, you know, new cars and, or, you know, high performance cars. For other people, it's just, you know what, I got my first car to junkyard, right. you know, and that, and that started, you know, the, the passion, you know, and it grew from there. Well, I see the, the SLR over here. It's got no top on it. Right. <laughs> so. Well, this, this, so this goes back. I bought four SLRs ever since. You know, the first one I bought exactly the way I wanted it. I drove the car uh, for a while. It had some miles on it uh, because at the time price was everything. So I bought, a, you know, I bought the cheapest one I can find. And I drove it, had it for three, four years. Then I sold it. I got lucky. actually made money on that car. And then I bought another one uh, that was... Uh, gray red because I regret selling the first one then I bought one it was a Mansuri which I still have a hood if you see this that hood the yellow hood there I had a Mansuri fully exposed carbon fiber car uh it was lowered modified I'm generally not a big big guy big modified you don't see any modification in none of my cars I don't like modified cars so that car I had for a while then I found this is a one owner 2,000 mile car I decided to buy this and just keep it and Literally never drove it. I think since I bought this car, I probably put 20 miles on it. Oh, really? If, if that. I just bought it because that's have a lot of uh, emotional value to right. that Sentimental. particular, not to that particular vehicle, but to the SLR itself yeah. right, and Silver Red. That's what I was going to ask. I mean, you talk about the SLR when you first bought it. Um, was that some of your passion to succeed in business to, I mean... You know, you're passionate about, like, I've got a goal. This is where I want to go. Absolutely. Did that drive you? I mean, because in this podcast, also we talk about cars and stuff, but we drive about your passion, and, and it's going to be a business podcast at the same time. But did that fuel that fire a little 100%. bit? 100%. I still do that today. I mean, I still do goals, and every time I achieve a goal, I buy a car for myself. I mean, this was definitely, it was a marathon that I put for myself. It was a five-year goal that once I reach the five-year goal, I'll buy an SLR, and I did it. And ever since... I put one gold in front of me, and I say, when I get there, I'll buy a car. And I still do that today. So does it start with the car or with the goal? Start with the goal, okay. ends with the car. Okay. And once I buy the car, I have the next car hanging in, my, uh, in front of my other office and said, that's the next car. So once I get that goal, I buy that other car. See, and that's, so that's so 13 right do, now and counting. You <laughs> do have a visual. <laughs> yeah. You do have a visual. So you look every day you come in and you say, okay, I'm doing this. Because of that. 100%. That's, that's why I'm driving myself. Absolutely. Uh, now that my I kids guess. are growing, that is sure. obviously different things, but car is always part of it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's always the car and something else for my kids. But yeah. the kids first, car next, but they're, they're always together. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, well, I mean, the car part of it is probably not common. But, you know, it's from a business standpoint, you know, visualizing your goals and having something to attain is a big part of what drives your, your business and, absolutely you know, keeps you going every day. I write, yeah, I write them down Passion. every time. Every time I get to, as a matter of fact, I just crossed that that goal last week. And now, in your business, do you do you share that with your your managers and and you know the people that work, you know, for you with you? 
I mean, to a certain target, level. For the goal setting and, and... Yes, I put the same goal for them uh, as far as uh, incentives and bonuses. I don't necessarily share my personal goal with them, uh, but uh, we have goals and ev- I have four businesses. So in every business we have goals and I do exactly the same thing. I, I mean, practice the same thing I do for my yeah. personal life. I tell them, hey, once we achieve this goal, this is what you guys going to get. So everybody's pushing to get to that point and we always try to achieve it much faster than like we had a goal for instance this even with the COVID-19 mm-hmm. for June 30th which is the you know that second quarter and we achieved it uh, this last week really uh, and then we got they're gonna get their bonus first on Friday yes see and that's I mean yeah. to me I, I love I love to hear that kind of story because you know to have somebody in your position you know uh, of influence to mentor people, you know, and mentor the people that work for you and, and help them understand why goals are important, what that means, why you're striving for it. Um, you know, that's just, for me, that's it's a big part of what I do. And so I love to hear it when other people also share that same vision. Correct. Of course. You know, um, yeah, I could just, I could, I could feel that when we were just talking about, you know, you collected this and like the SLR and to try to get there. So that's, that's why I wanted to ask that because I felt like the, the cars kind of drove a little bit of your the business absolutely. side. Yeah. Massive drive, massive yeah. drive. Cars have been a blessing to me for sure because that, as much as the love that I had for them that have pushed me a lot, a lot further than maybe I, they pushed me above the envelope where, where maybe if they were not involved, I wouldn't be here today. Yeah. And I, I strongly believe that. When, when you were collecting them uh, as a little kid, it's almost like baseball cards. You right. Know, you get the it's very similar. It was kind of the same. What, what was kind of, what was the card that was like, hey, that's the one I want? Or what was a poster, if you had a poster in your room? 1965 Corvette. I always loved Corvette. I bought one. It was just, uh, I, was, I was done with it once I drove it a couple of times, unfortunately. <laughs> but there was, a, there was a dream card of the look. But when I was very, very young. Yeah. Yeah, Corvette was a car. I always wanted to have one. So you got one now? I, I did. did. Yeah, I don't have it anymore, no. I did drive the new one recently. Yeah? Yeah, it's pretty How good. you like it? Yeah, is it's it? It's pretty good. Is it? Yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of a Ford guy nowadays. I got four GTs. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I see one sitting over there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I love Corvettes. I mean, I love every car. I'm, I'm not a guy that say, okay, only Ferrari, only right. Porsche, only thing. I, I respect cars. I think they're, they're driving arts. I think there is so much. That's why I said, I don't like modifications because there is so much putting into these cars and there is so much work putting in these cars. It's like an artist drawing this car. And I, to me, when you touch it, you ruin it. I don't care how you do it. I don't think these cars can be touched. I guess that's my personal sure. view. And just because I see them as art. Yeah, no, I would, um, I would totally agree with you. Only modifications I would probably make um, to any of them really is just if you're going to take them on track, you know, safety wise, but yeah, that's different. Yeah, that's different, but it's yeah, they're pieces of art. Absolutely, and people yeah. spent, I mean, hundreds of hours designing these cars and um, and some of the stuff that we're looking at right now. I guess I've got to ask, you know, and maybe I was going to wait till later, but yellow. What's the significance with um, with the yellow? Because we were just chatting off air that you did have a Carrera GT. It was silver. It was, was silver, silver terracotta. So right? it, it had it, it got ousted. It's not here anymore because you got to get yellow. I love yellow. I, I think yellow, it's, you know, it's, it's a color that's, uh, it's one of my favorite colors. It's not my favorite color by far. It's one of my favorite colors. But in cars, I found yellow to suit in almost, almost every car in my eye. You know, that is red doesn't look and doesn't look great. And red and yellow are my favorite colors and black. 
and uh, I just yellow makes me happy. I think it's a happy color, and I love I love anything that makes me happy, and makes humans happy. To me, I think when you look at a yellow car, it's just you know you're driving down the road, you're driving a highway that is 15 cars, and you see a yellow car, it just grabs your attention. Well, yeah. and I don't yeah. think yellow's common by any you know. I mean, you see red, silver, and black, correct, a lot. So right. to see a yellow car, it's usually it's it's, a it's not very common or something. You know, I mean, that is be, correct. Yeah. You know, Ferrari Enzo, that, that Enzo Ferrari, not Ferrari Enzo. Enzo Ferrari, you know, yellow was, was his favorite color. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he semi got forced to go through red because <laughs> it looked better in the racetrack, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's a true story. I hope it's a true story. I, I just love yellow, and I just, it's a color that makes me happy. So, I mean, the ones we're looking at here, other than the SLR, are all yellow. What about the, the other ones in, in sort of your collection that you've got? My goal is to have every car in yellow. Uh, that's, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to when I'm 55 years old. If God give me life that, uh, you know, as many cars as I have, they're all yellow. No, my new Ford GT, the, the 2024 GT is yellow. And, uh, unfortunately the Pagani is not yellow. It's, uh, exposed carbon fiber. Uh, my Bugatti is exposed. It's, uh, red, which is matches. It's a Rosso Dubai matches my, uh, the Vira. And, uh. The 918 is not yellow just because I couldn't find the yellow one. If I would have specced it, would, if I would have specced any of those cars, they would all be yellow. They would all have been yellow. Yeah, but I mean, the 918 has got, um, still it's got a pretty historic livery on it. Correct. It, yeah. It's got a great, great livery on it. It's a nice color. Uh, uh, I shouldn't say that on the air, but I'm thinking if I don't find the yellow car, eventually we'll go to Porsche Classic and we'll get yellow. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's the idea. Yeah, yeah we learned uh, a lot about Porsche classica and ordering special cars and they'll let you do it if you bring yes i've already actually we started a conversation so have you okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) does that so when you're when you're setting your goals we'll kind of i want to just trace back to that for a second so you know and and it's always a car at the end of it so looking at your collection like so you you're thinking well in advance okay this is the next one or, or does it, is it variable for you or do you know, nope, I'm doing this one next and then that one, or how does that, how does that work for you when you're, you're cause we're talking significant automobiles here. Over, <clears throat> overall, I've always, my, my goals has grown just like my business has grown, just like myself. I've gotten more mature and more experienced. So there is always a, I guess more expensive car if that makes sense or just a car that i really want and then your taste grows just like you know when you have more cars your sure. taste grows and yeah there uh, that no i know exactly what car i want next for sure and and it's the goal yes yeah that's uh because that's the car I'm, I'm i'm going for right when i achieve the goal and between that time if there is a car i like then i'll, I'll buy it so um saturday mornings What's the rule of thumb to get out and drive? So we say 60 to, above 62 <laughs> and under 40% chance of rain with driver. What, what's the six? What, I mean, six to Fahrenheit. It's yeah, but I mean, it could be 50 and still be. Well, you know, you know again, we said we, we were a conservative crew. <laughs> uh, we, we want the tires, the tires need to be hot. Right? <laughs> yeah. I still drive. Listen, I, I you know, know, me you. and my wife, we go for drives when it's a 50 degrees, as long as it's not raining. I mean, yeah. we. My family, everybody like cars. My wife is a huge supporter, huge, huge supporter. Uh, and we're looking at a car as we speak. And, uh, you know, I show you a text later, you know, the way she responds to it. And uh, it's, uh, 
It's just we, we take the cars out at any time. But to real driving, going to Lippers Fork and yeah. going to Backroads, we want we want the tire. We want safety. Safety is everything. Oh, yeah. 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 I know. I was just giving you a little bit of hard time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. So you have to keep that group quiet and limited because what do you what's your ideal number i mean how many guys are out so you're, you know you don't have a hundred car chain we can't through, you right. can't you not, can't. It's, right. not, it's not like the poker ride <laughs> yeah no right. you can't you know you, a, you can't have fun b it's not safe for everybody yeah. c yeah. it's just you cannot stay together uh, we're not if, if we go for a track day into a big track i'd love to take 50 people it would be fun because it's all car guys all we talk yeah. about cars but those drives, our, our rule of thumb is under 10 people. Under 10, yes. yeah. Keeps it manageable. And yes, we, we, I don't think we hardly, we never let it go above 10, but idly, six or seven cars perfect. Right, yeah. Because you have one leader and then you know, rest hour we follow. Yeah, and that's a, I mean, that's a regular weekend. Again, if, as long as it meets the criteria. The oh yeah, I mean, we do. Last year, I think, I, I think I did at least 8,000 miles in, in just Saturday Just drives. doing that. Yeah. We do about yeah. 250 miles. See, and I love that. Again, yeah. you know, it, part of, you know, what, we, what we're looking for here, when, you know, in the podcast is drivers, people that are driving their cars, you know, their collection. I love, I love collections and, and seeing that. But, you know, exercising the cars, getting them out on the road. I think when we were, at, you know, at Jeremy's house, I've said this a couple of times, I love seeing the rubber on the bottom side of the, uh, you know, the rocker panels and, and stuff like that. That yeah. just, that to me is the essence of, you know the automobile and this is why these cars are made for i mean these cars are made for driving yeah you know? not everybody's a race car like him right i'm not right. a race car driver <laughs> right i i can't i mean i don't think i'm a great driver but i love driving right and yeah. i know my limits and i go through my limit and every single car that it's better for the life of the car oh, and yeah. to me i tell everybody somebody some people don't like us I I don't want to drive it just don't buy one it's a waste. Let somebody else enjoy the car. But yeah. that's not always true. Like some people just don't like driving them. What, what makes the, um, so we, we talk about a Saturday morning, you know, when you wake up, is there a rotation with some of them? Like, hey, I've got to take this one out. This one wasn't driven in a month or so, or is it just that random what you're feeling that day? Uh, on Saturday mornings, I usually know what I'm driving unless it just changes uh, but we th we do that with my wife when we take two cars out. We do that a lot of Sundays, almost every Sunday, unless it's raining. We take a car out. We go to Natch Trace sometime, or yeah. we go to you know we go to brunch and drive around. We take the cars that haven't been driven much, you know. And Saturday mornings, my my favorite. I had a GT3 RS uh, that I drove a lot last year in Saturday drives. And that was my probably my favorite car for Saturday drives. But nowadays, I drive the 918 more than anything else. Uh, and that's interesting, Sammy. We, I mean, we've had Dr. Ross on, which I'm, I'm good friends with, and his wife is, I mean, into it a lot, but your yeah. wife actually drives. My wife actually I mean, drives with high heels. She comes yeah. and brings a car, yes. I mean, what, what, I mean, we talk about your passion. I mean, did that, when you guys met, did that happen? I mean, did, was that already there for her? Or is that something that's just kind of grown on her through the years? I think it's grown on her. I think what it is is she's just always been so supportive and, uh, just because she sees me enjoying it much, she always tags along and trying to be a, a support. And, you know, I, and I see that growing on her too. I mean, she, she, now she enjoys cars. I mean, she likes track. Uh, she likes driving and she, she's a heavy footer. <laughs> Gets with it. Nice. Yeah, what, yeah. What, what does she like? You like the 918. What does what she, she love the 918. She, she drives the 918 it? a she lot. It, yeah. Uh, we, it's hard. Like 
it's it's a have you driven one? Oh yeah oh yeah it's, it's very hard not to like that yeah, car it's I'm you really have to like push yourself <laughs> not to like it <laughs> yeah. she loved that car she loved the speciali uh she drives it she loved the gt3 rs uh we sold it because we just have no room and uh we you know we're looking for another car yeah and uh, that car was not yellow that's one of the main reasons that sold and i am looking at the gt2 rs and yellow so okay maybe for pretty soon we're gonna add that to the, to the collection yeah see mike it's gonna grow on you, honey. <laughs> yeah. She's over. She's just like chilling out. Yeah. She's not even paying attention. She's like, "What?" I am paying attention. I always <laughs> listen, but I am responding to things that I have to do tomorrow. <laughs> I have to work tomorrow. Oh, that's right. She is she's working work, tomorrow. She's, she's working on her paid gig. Not yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what's going on there. Good. You keep doing that. I like. I've been fully supportive of that, uh, of you working. And helping us, of course, Dang. but uh, and and then your your kids as well. Your son, you said, is um, yeah. He I know. mean, he grew up in cars. He was in car seats and a Ferrari three hundred and sixty, Ferrari four hundred and thirty. <laughs> you know, and she, he basically grew up in cars. Yeah, he loved cars. He knows he knows more than I do sometimes about cars. Like he tells me, "Hey, dad, this, that, that, another," and he finds cars and he does. Uh, what is this game? These people, these kids play these days. Uh, Forza, yeah, Forza, Forza, oh, Forza, yeah, Forza, yeah, Forza, yeah, Forza yeah. For. yeah, and he buys and car buys and sell cars there. He knows the market. He trades cars and he's got all his cars. He spec him out. His favorite color is red, so he's uh, he's. I'm encouraging him when he grow up. He has he can have his own red collection, right? And then sometime I let him borrow my cars and I borrow his car, so we trade. There so, you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah that's uh, that's good. I love the fact that it's you know it's a different color from dad. Yeah, it is. I, I, I like, actually, I like that, and I encourage yeah. him. I didn't push him to, hey, yeah. man, yellow, just because daddy likes yellow, you should like yellow. It's, so it's a great thing. This way you, you, know, you work hard and yeah. buy your own cars. So I'm easy. You don't have to drive my, own, my cars. <laughs> so yeah. as we're, you know, for our listeners sitting here, and so I, I want to go back here just a second, because when I first reached out to Sammy, and, you know, we all have a mutual connection, you know, here through friends and whatnot, um, and we were trying to figure out where we were going to do the podcast and, you know, where we were going to set up and you sent me a picture. You're like, well, we can do it, you know, at my office, there's a, you know, I've got a man cave, you know, and, and whatever. And he sends me this picture of this man cave. And now Owen, is this like a Ferrari dealership in here? I mean, it's, it's beautiful in, it's in this yeah. space. It's really cool. Um, but sitting over here to our left is, the the SIM, uh, set up the simulation, right. you know, your simulator, um, and your son, because I see it's got the drift brake on there, and um, you guys do competitions. You do you you, you we drive. do some time. Yeah, he always he always beat me. He does. <laughs> yeah. he, he can he'll, he'll be a better driver. I am. For that's sure. what yeah. I that's what I told I was telling Owen the other day that I'm afraid. You know, my son is just beating me up to get you know to to set up a simulator rig and whatever, and I'm afraid he's just gonna kill me. He's gonna he's gonna whip my. I mean, he's very addictive. He comes here sometimes, he, you know, in school school season or school times, he comes on Friday afternoons and, you know, play for a few hours. And then sometimes he comes on Saturdays and he's here all day playing on that, on the simulator. <laughs> and he does drifting. He's got his own garage in there, his own cars, all red cars. And some of them he does yellow to respect me. Yeah. And especially when he wants me, it's funny, when he wants me to buy a new car, so he, you know, he puts that car, he puts it in yellow, and he shows me all, Daddy, you want to drive it? You should drive it. That's an awesome car. And then, you know, <laughs> we just, we, we talk car a lot. Yeah. And it's, it's, and it's another thing that motivates him. Like I tell him, if you do good at school, if you do this, I'll take you to a drive. If you do, you know, you, 
it's all about grades yeah. at this age, right? Yeah. Or you take care of, you know, help mommy do this, do that. You can come and play two hours extra at the simulator. So that's been a great thing, plus me spending more time with him. Absolutely. So it's been, it's yeah. been an awesome thing. Well, that's what, you know, I mean, my son's 11, and, you know, he's he's starting to, actually, he wanted to come along today, but I had to I had to go to the office first, so he wasn't able to come with us. But, um, you know, that's that's what's great about it is, you know, we can share this together and and spend some good quality time you know in the car and and you know just hanging out so yeah i'm with you on that one it makes it's 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 a win-win when you can bond absolutely that way 100 i mean yeah. he joins me for almost every drive yes and talking about that sammy in all of our episodes i mean talk about some of the relationships from the car people you know it's like you know everybody we talk to just how welcoming everybody is and just like i mean it's like friends for life almost absolutely I mean, just kind of how that that's changed here in nashville and how what, what's you know since you've been here uh, you know nashville the, the, i mean the whole nashville has grown right yeah and car community has grown mm-hmm. along with it but in my personal in my personal experience uh, i've met more friends through a car world uh, that, that are friends for life right now all over the world, not yeah. just in Nashville. And not, not just here, yeah. And it's 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 amazing, you know, because you know it's the best thing. It's the energy, right? When when we when you come inside, the first thing we have one thing in common yeah. that is big part of our life. Yeah. And then everything starts from there, right? Yep. And I mean, I would say eighty five percent my my best friends are. Uh, either if they're still my best friend now they're car guys they were not car guys when they started when they were young, or I, I met them through through cars for sure yeah great yeah. friendship and and so i mean saturday drives may not always be local i mean you you do get out and get to other places i do i do i did uh i you know there is a there is a group in new york uh that they do drives we always get invited actually i was just got invited to uh uh to a track for June 16. I don't know if I can make it due to work or not. So I would get invited because, you know, it's, again, it's so broad, and yeah. with, especially with social media. Uh, I did Roduno with, with the Pagani family, and that was an amazing, amazing experience. We did the Blacktop Rally. You guys were at the Blacktop Rally? No. No. That was last year, I think. Yes. Yeah, we, 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 just, we just started this during uh, COVID. So this is, uh, this idea of this podcast had been brewing for a while, but um, and then the, and then we launch and COVID hits like a week later. Yeah, well, it actually worked out because I was home a lot because oh, we weren't racing. Time, so I'm like, Don, we might as well just start now. <laughs> there you <laughs> like, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. it wasn't it wasn't our intention, but uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's just so part of what we're going. You know, I mean, that's um, like I said, we were just um, out east, um, you know, to, to do a couple podcasts with some people because of those relationships. You know, Owen, myself, whatever, uh, you know, I had a good friend of mine on from Illinois. Um, you know, it's just, it's all over the place. I mean, we, you go anywhere and there's car guys. Oh, 100%. Yeah. The world become very small. Yeah, yeah. right. You talk about the, the rally you did with the Bugatti. We're, I mean. With the Pagani, we went, yeah. we Where'd did, uh, we went to uh, Tell the Dragon. Okay. Oh, did yeah, you really? We did about a thousand mile drive. We did the Tell the Dragon, uh, Bluegrass Parkway. And uh, all that area back to North Carolina, back to Georgia. We did a we were we had a track day in AMP. Uh, oh, down Atlanta. Then Atlanta, okay. yeah, Atlanta Motor Speedway uh, for a whole day with Horacio himself, his sons, engineers from from Pagani. I mean, it was it was amazing, amazing, amazing experience. How many cars? For a whole week. We had twenty five. That wow. was the limit. Twenty five Pagani's. Pagani's. Yeah, Pagani's. 
Oh, Pugatti's, yeah. 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 Wow, that's a, crazy. That's, it was amazing. Yeah. It was great. Great experience for sure. Yeah, I, I, I can imagine. Well, that's, you know, and the, the drive. I mean, a thousand miles, right? It's a couple thousand miles. Thousand miles. Thousand uh, miles. Uh, yeah, we track our cars. The, you know, they track, they, they track them to, to, uh, to Cheto in Atlanta, and we start driving from Order all the way to North Carolina, South Carolina. Drive, and come back. Drag, yeah, all yeah. driving. It was it was great, and we were gonna do one in Germany, June fifteen, but it's canceled right. because of the COVID nineteen. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, what what was one that's kind of not local that you've um, sort of a road rally, let's call it, that, that you've done that's not local here, like obviously Tail the Dragon, and that area is pretty famous because we're not that far away from it. But there's, is there some cool tracks that you've been to, or race tracks, or rallies? I've not yet, unfortunately. Uh, that, my plan was to go this year to Germany. And do Nuremberg, but uh, just uh, didn't happen. Do this COVID nineteen. I still work a lot, so that limits me from from going places. Yeah. But that's an and a goal for for hopefully uh, this decade of my life. Too. As far as the Nurburgring, you're just trying to get out to the track a little bit more. Yeah. Well, track, and then it was a whole week deal. Okay. Uh, when yeah, Pagani yeah. sets up this 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 Rodunos, they do the whole deal. So. We're gonna go to AMG factory yeah, where they build the engines. Oh yeah, I've been yeah, there. You've been there. Yeah, because I sure. used to race for. Um, we we ran the GTR AMG the last couple of years, so obviously we switched into a different car now. The team I drive for, but yeah. we won the championship in '18 and got to go do the factory uh, tour over there. And you know, we were invited to their big banquet that they had, which, which was just like a a huge party. Is all it really was, right? <laughs> so, which is great. <laughs> so because it was all for the AMG, you know, drivers and teams worldwide. And um, so we did the museum and got to go tour where they build the engines. Yeah, and that's what that, we got. That, that was really cool. That was the idea. That was the plan. And uh, we were all set up. But unfortunately, a lot of things got canceled. Yeah, like we had yeah. another event that uh, in Florida that got canceled. Then Pagani was supposed to, not supposed to. Pagani was planning to come to Nashville May 2nd. Uh, brings, you know, Zondas and a couple mm -hmm. of IRS and uh, Christopher, uh, Horatio's son was was gonna be here. We were gonna have a cocktail party in my house, but all of this got canceled the whole uh, COVID nineteen. Well, let me know when you when you reschedule the the Germany trip. I'll at least uh, put you in contact with uh, a couple of guys from AMG on the race division, and maybe they'll uh, give you. A tour. I'm sure they will. Where the the GT3 and GT4 cars are built over there because they're right. I mean, it's like the engine departments here, and then you go over like another couple of buildings, and I, I can't remember it's a different supplier but they build all the, the race cars on one factory kind of lawn there which is pretty cool to go see absolutely yeah I, well, well i think that de we'll definitely reschedule it but we just don't know when because this whole yeah. shut down for now yeah and definitely do some nurburgring on the on the you know i racing or forza you know get that on there and do a little so virtual start learning it now like, track, yeah yeah is it like 18 i'm completely wrong because i've never raced there i think it's 14 14 miles, miles something like that it's i was gonna say 18 miles, 14 but, yeah 14 miles, yeah. miles so yeah. Um, yeah, that's a lot to learn. <laughs> I know. Yeah, there's I know. a lot going on there. You know, one of my goals in life is when I pass 50, I can semi-retire and start really dedicating my time to, to driving because, you know, I've always worked 60, 65 hours mm -hmm. a week. And, you know, besides Saturday's drive, there's only so much time I have left, yeah. you know, with family too, you know, kids growing. But, yeah, that's that's in a bucket list for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I would recommend track days, you know. it. It's just a lot of fun. You know, it's the same thing. It's just, you're just driving. It's, same, it's a bunch of guys, you know, you're just, you just get out on the track. And I mean, you can't go wrong with Oh, totally. I, I agree. You know, yeah. it, it, it's, well, I, I'm not going to say it's more fun than the driving, but it's as much fun just to listen to everybody BSing and, you know, bench racing and whatever. And then, 
you know, get out on the track, but. Uh, Absolutely. Highly recommend it. Yeah. No, you'll, <laughs> I mean, you've already gotten hooked, so it's only going to get better for you later I'm looking, on. I'm looking forward to that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So you got um, the older GT. So have you gotten to drive? I mean, you got a new one on the way, I guess. Have you? Yes. Ha, is, so you have driven it. So oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, talk about some of the characteristics. I can't remember what year. Oh, five uh, and five. Oh, five. Because um, I haven't driven either one of them. It's one of the I mean, cars I haven't driven, but. You're missing out. Difference between the 05 and the new one, a little bit. What's the... The drive? Yeah, as far as I how mean, they drive. totally different cars. Yeah. I mean, completely different car. This is... I mean, I, I told Pat, one of my really good friends, uh, that we meet through cars, and he has a... Oh, I know, I know Pat. You know Pat Hardy? Yep. <laughs> I so, I, you know... Hey, we're going to have him on at some point. I know Pat Hardy <laughs> yeah, really well. Yeah. Pat's awesome. Yeah, he's he's really close friend of mine. Yeah. Really, like, very, very close. Yeah. You can, you can text friend. him that, yeah, that you're talking with me. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's almost a family. He is a family. So we, we talk about it. This is, uh, you know, the, the old Ford GT. Uh, this is my second one. And this was actually Pat's car. Oh, was it? Okay, point, yeah. yeah. This was Pat's car that he gave to me. Uh, and I'm keeping it forever in, in, just because it's his. It was his. So uh, the old car is, when you drive it, it feels like an old muscle car. Mm -hmm. You know, long gears, manual shift. Yeah. Supercharged V8. With a supercharged V8, it uh, doesn't sound good. Neither one of them sound great. Right. But it just gives you that muscle car feel, right? Whereas the new Ford GT is extremely refined, but at the same time, it's a race car refined. Yeah. It's not like GT car, like, uh, you know, Ferrari 612, F12 or what's mm -hmm. not. It's, it feels like a race car. It is a race car. Yeah. And it's, it handles amazing. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of the best cars to me that I've ever driven. It's, it's, it's raw that... Where you need it to be raw at the same time as refined when you want it to be refined, if that makes any sense. No, it does. That's why I asked that question because that's one of the, the makes that you've got kind of an, an older model, let's say 05 older, but to the newer generation, which just came out, you know, 17, I think. 17. is when they came out. So you've got a good idea of what that one, you know, the, the 05 drives like and now with the new car. Well, yeah, I mean, the platform, there's I nothing think in common. When you have them, when you have them, exactly. When you have them next to you, next to each other, parked next to each other, you can see that this is the new brother, younger brother. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can see a lot of similarities in the car and design from the headlight all the way to mm -hmm. the back. But as far as driving, in my personal experience, it's, uh, it's totally different cars. So you're a big, big Ferrari fan. Obviously, the big movie that was just out, Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. What did you think about it? It was did a great movie. I watched it three times. Uh, it was a, it's an awesome movie. I mean, obviously, it was more about Ford than a Ferrari, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love them both dearly. I love Ferrari. I think Ferrari is amazing. Ferrari does, nobody does. I think Ferrari has passion. You know, they build their car. They're losing it a little bit this year, the New Year's. You know, it's, it's, but back when Enzo started it, or even, even from Speciali with the naturally aspirated cars, Ferrari does best interiors, in my opinion. And there is, there is a passion in the car, whereas many other cars don't have it or they're losing their passion. Well, a lot of their passion comes from racing too. And Absolutely, and that's what it, I mean. We talk a lot about Porsches yeah, too. Yeah, the heritage, there, yeah. yeah, yeah the Ferrari, heritage the, the heritage, yeah. And yeah. that's where I wish. Um, I mean, I kind of hate it that Ford's out of racing now, and I'm a little bit disappointed that they're gone. I mean, even though I'm a Chevrolet guy now, but Chevrolet, credit to them, they've stayed in in it with the Corvette and continue to keep going. And it kind of just just disappointed me when Ford sort of pulled out because that rival with. Ford, Ferrari, and Chevy were, it was great. Huge. Yeah. yeah. Ford does come in and go out. Yeah. For whatever yeah, they reason. do. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's, uh, that, that's what they do. But 
I mean, they do a great job on making. I mean, I've had a Mustang GT3. GT3. I like. I mean, you're a Chevy guy. I, I like Ford's a little bit better. I think that's just because I race one. I'm not really a Chevy guy. Okay, you just. <laughs> you know, I don't race neither one of them, and I, I love I like them both. You know, I had a Corvette in my life, and but to me, uh, Ford has not the Italian. Ford is not Italian passion. You know, the the Ferrari, the drama Ferrari has is that Italian. It's, it's just a deep passion, and plus the history of a Ferrari, yeah. right? But Ford has more passion put into, in my opinion, especially on those GT series when they make them. Oh yeah, you know that's the thing that you, know, you got to give Ford credit where it's due there with a with the GT because they didn't pull any punches with that car. I mean, they went and engineered a race car to, for a specific task, which they accomplished. Yeah, um, and stuck to it. I mean, this was not a bean counter car. This was all in. They did. I mean, they Hold did a on. great job. They surprised the world with it. Yeah. They did a phenomenal marketing for it. No, they but, did. Yeah. And, uh, and Donovan, you probably, Multimatic, you know, yeah, is yeah. Um, who we race Ooh. against. Yeah. Um, did it builds the, the car. It builds the car and did the design work on it. So yeah. Yeah. A lot of the parts and components were, see, there is another difference in this 05 Ford GTs. I mean, my guys, I have, I have a shop and my guys work on the, these old ones. Yeah. Pretty simple. Everything yeah. easy is a Ford. Yeah, but the new Ford GT is really not Ford. It's it is a f- made by Ford, made by Multimatic, both made. But a lot of parts are made in Italy. Yeah, lots of carbon fiber put in. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's a different car. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Um, I mean, I love them both, but the there is a distinct difference between significant. The, the I mean, two. Yeah. Uh, I what think you that, said in, what well, you said in the car, you see it. It wasn't the the original GT, the original GT. This the 05 GT was really just paying homage to you know to the original cars Absolutely. whereas the new yes, one yes. was specifically made to go out and beat ferrari again on the track oh yeah anniversary was coming up you know at lamar yeah. so they had yeah. to, they, that, were going, that, they were going that, to build that, a race they, car they spent a lot of money and that's why they 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 did a phenomenal marketing again and they sold it for all that money is the car worth seven eight hundred thousand dollars probably not i don't think so yeah but it's right now is just bringing that kind of money I mean, they're sold out. I mean, they're they completely sold out. One hundred percent. I mean, the yeah. first ones they were selling at the auction for double the MSRP. Yeah. You know, you buy a Corvette, souped-up Corvette for what hundred thousand, ninety-five thousand dollars, and for this, my my MSRP was six oh six. Yeah. So just think about the difference, right? Yeah. But you know, they put they put a lot into it. Uh, they, you know, it's it's just a different car. Let's put it that way. What about the uh, the McLaren that that we're kind of looking at? I haven't driven. I've driven a little bit, but not. A ton, but uh, what are some of the characteristics of the McLaren? McLarens, McLarens. McLarens are really cool-looking cars. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so they're, they're great-looking. I think it's it's one of those cars that uh, the 675 LT that's out of all the McLarens, I, well, out of all the McLarens, it's one of, the, one of my favorites beside the P1 and this, you know, I have never driven a Senna, uh, but uh, P1 is great. Yeah. P1 is an amazing car to drive. I mean, it's it's just like the 918 or the LaFerrari, like whole eternity cars. Right. But McLaren makes a great looking cars. What they don't do is they keep coming up with the new cars every, like every few months. It's like you know, it's crazy. Kind of devalues uh, they, the. They, they devalue the. It's it's just what it, you have in the garage. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And yeah. that's not fun, you know. It, you, you know, I bought this car. I knew I'm a, I'm in a car business, so I tried to buy my cars smart. I yeah. try at least. Yeah. And uh, being in the car business gives me that uh, that luxury of 
being able to read the market and buy them right because when you have in the end of the day i'm a businessman i'm, I'm, I'm passionate about car i love them but i'm a businessman right it, things has to make sense financially too oh yeah in uh mclaren's you, you know when you again well, i cut this when you have you know 12 11 13 14 whatever cars you gotta buy cars that at the very least don't depreciate I'm not doing this to make money, but at the least I don't want to lose money. So McLaren, what they do, like when I bought this car, I bought it for $100,000 back MSRP. And I thought I did a great job. I was very happy for two months. <laughs> and two months, two, months. two months later, the damn thing is going down another 50 grand. So they devalue so much just because they make so many, yeah. so many cars. Uh, I blew an engine on a 720S okay. uh, after 52 miles on the car. And waited eight months for that car. That yeah. kind of put a really sour taste in my I, mouth. And I've seen a little bit of that in some social media where uh, the McLaren service end of it is not spectacular. Yeah. It's not. And the cars are not built in a quality that they charge. I think the money that you're just not spending your money. It's like to me, it's they're just overcharging for something and they're just not putting that much quality. They're just Pulling cars they're they're out. selling the name, the McLaren. Yeah, and they're, and they're British, you know, they're proud yeah. of everything. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it is what it is. I mean, I blew an engine and it took me six months to get my money back. I don't want to talk about that. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, we're not here to, to bash, but I was just, no. you know, interested because in, I haven't driven the street car that much, but it, that's kind of the same on the race side because you know, we race against the McLaren and um, some of it's on their service side is um, lacking, but I'm not here. We're not here to, exactly. to bash I mean, them yeah, whatsoever. I didn't have a phenomenal experience. I had a 765 on order. Uh, but I canceled it just because of just yeah that yeah, yeah. that's it's like um, and you do probably some investing on the house stuff you get, you know it's like buying houses you know if you buy right then you can definitely sell it right and you always no make money when you, you buy make, right <laughs> when you buy yeah. right then you're, you're doing yeah. good so you make your money you make your you money on the purchase not on the sale yeah yeah, yeah that's what I that's what I think and you know when we're doing real estate deals and so and you do the same thing on the car side you know. Uh, would I buy another McLaren? Probably. But would I buy a new? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let somebody else eat that? <laughs> yeah, I probably will. I mean, it's... Uh, again, I'm going to keep this car because it devalued so much. I, I have 2,500 miles on it. I bought it with three 400 miles. So I've driven it a little bit. My wife likes it. It's a Spider. Yeah. It's a really cool-looking car. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was thinking she might like yeah, because it's you know the spider version of that and top down. Right, right. Yeah, I'm not a big convertible guy, but it's a it's a hard top convertible. I'm yeah. not, you know, it's it's for her. She loves it. Occasionally, whenever she gets a chance to drive it, because it's usually park here, it's, we take it out a couple of times a year and pass the emission and just yeah. make sure the car gets a little bit of stretch. <laughs> yeah. about it. But the cars that you've got so far, I mean, we kind of talk about the quality of certain things, and this is that you know. Not your favorite one, but ones that's like, hey, the engineering is great. The the price, you know, I bought it right. And um, just the brand. I mean, what what's one in the collection that you kind of feel that they really knocked a home run with? Porsche 918. Yeah. For sure. By far. I mean, it, yeah, they, they charged for it. It was not a cheap car, but, but it's, it's hard bullet, to find it's any. bulletproof. It's hard to find anything on yeah. that car that you say, you know what, I don't like. There is uh, most most cars. We all, as a car guys, we see them. It's hard to have that perfect car, right? Right. It always but yeah. It's a nine eighteen. I think it's it's a full package. I my all time favorite car to drive is a Cura GT, and I feel sick that I'm not owning one at this moment. But uh, uh, I think it's it's very rewarding 
Uh, it's a tough car to drive, but it's it's, it's rewarding. rewarding. It's rewarding in that way. That's one car I, I always tell my wife. Every time I drive it, I smile for hours later after driving. Especially well, just when the driving sound car. of it. The is. Sound. I had the GMG exhaust on mine. Well, I'm sure it's man, better that, than that, the factory. That, that, yeah. that car, that, that car. I mean, that it's. it's I, know J- I know James Safranis who owns GMG. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, he actually they made it for you. I had yeah. to call him ahead yeah. and. Yeah. And this is one car that that I think is the most rewarding car. Uh, but the 918, when you drive a 918, you feel like you're a better driver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The car makes you a better driver. It makes you proud. Oh, yeah, yeah. Worse yeah. of a Cura GT, if you're not careful, it will kick your ass really, really oh, quick. Oh, it will, for sure. It'll beat I mean, you. It will beat you really it, quick. It's a, it's a pure race car. So uh, that's, uh, to answer that question, I think in my collection, the 918 is probably my favorite car to drive. Uh, my favorite car of all is the Pagani, uh, just because... Pagani, it's almost like a lifestyle that is all about cars. Well, and it is a work of art as well. Absolutely. I mean, every detail has been fussed over. Um, they don't leave anything, uh, shift linkage, you name it. It's all artwork. It really it is. It is an artwork. And when you meet Horatio himself, it's uh, the way he talks about your car, it's, it's, and it's, it's, he rolls over those cars. I mean, you can tell how much love and passion he put behind it. It's just unbelievable. I mean, I speak Spanish, and he doesn't speak English, so he was telling me about the color of my car. And uh, he was, I mean, it was me, my wife, and Horatio, so every couple of minutes he waits, okay, translate it to your wife. He's like the godfather, right? He makes me translate. (laughs) You know, he talked 30 minutes about how he made the color. And I was, you know, I was was trying to tell him (laughs) I want to paint it yellow, and he's telling me how much time he was put in to, Mine is a Rosso Dubai. It's, it's that red color. Uh, and the rest of it is carbon fiber. So the Pagani is probably my favorite car to look at. And that's if one day I have to get rid of every car, it's probably a car I will not or be the last car I sell. And I, hopefully that will never happen. And the 918 is a car to drive. Yeah. And we've asked this question, Donovan. I mean, when you're driving, I know the career, I probably know the answer with the career GT, but obviously windows down, music on or off? Never music. Never. 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 Either car. I mean, no Never. matter what car. Doesn't matter. Unless I'm driving a truck or a van. Well, yeah, I mean, but I meant like. No. We're, we're, out, we're out driving, you know. You never see me have music on. Doesn't matter. Even the, my four GTs don't, don't have a massive sound, even on those. I never have music on. I rather enjoy driving. Yeah. I, because I get lost when I drive. And that's what I enjoy the, the, the car more than the music. I don't care about music. Yeah. And yeah. my son is funny. My son doesn't listen to music. Yeah. Really? See, Even when he was when he was six, who cares about music? On a Saturday morning drive, I probably wouldn't. Well, I know I wouldn't have music on. Yeah, you know. But no, I've just got kind of a common question that we're yeah. at, we ask everybody that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think it's we're seeing that thread as well. Yeah, uh, it, it, we're we're not we're we're ninety nine percent there. We got one outlier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which we we know who that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I I don't even sometimes know where my radio. I don't care about music. Yeah. But I, I knew that I automatically knew the one to the career GT just because the way it sounds, but I just didn't know what the other ones, but yeah, uh, I'm with you. You want to hear the car and hear Absolutely. the harmonics of it and stuff and, uh, and just feel, feel the car. Feel the car. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. I love to hear it. You know, the revs rise and fall and breaking and just, you just feel it all. And, uh, I think music would, you know, when I'm driving like that, kind of muddy that picture a little bit, you know? I've never, I don't think I've ever experienced it with music. Not, not in drives. 
Yeah, you got to feel it. And then you can hear the tires working and stuff. You and got to, right? Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's fun. Yeah, that's always that's good. Squeal, squealing Especially tires. the newer cars, you know, all these newer cars, the whole bottom is carbon fiber. So any single thing touches the, the car, is, you feel the whole thing. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. I like that. No, that's cool. Yeah, the carbon fiber thing. So, you know, when we saw that 935 this past week, you know, that whole car is carbon fiber. The, the door, when we opened the door, it was... It blew me away. There's like nothing to it. It it weighs nothing. Yeah, it's very, very uh, yeah. It just it just I don't know. It just shocked me um, how stiff and light that that was. It was really cool. Yeah, weighs almost nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like, Compared oh. to the stiffness and that the, how strong it is. Yeah, uh, it's it's great. Corvette copies it with the uh, fiberglass. Just it's yeah, yeah. It's yeah a little yeah, heavier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if, yeah. I, if it's that strong. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think so. No. Um, so Sam, we talked about goals, and we didn't ask you yet, but what's the the new goal that that you guys have obviously done some really good stuff during COVID and, and reached some of your goals as a company? Correct. But what what's your car out there that when you reach the next goal that you're looking at getting? What what's what's on the What's on the wall? What's on, what's on, what's the, on the dartboard? I guess. A so I bit. got a, I got an, I got a car and uh, I got an allocation uh, with, with with Pagani for the C10. And that's that's the car I'm definitely getting. That I don't know if it's gonna be. It's not gonna be in this call. So right now I'm looking. Actually, I just we just bad mouthed. Uh, <laughs> uh, <a laughs> not really. We just talked about it. Yeah, McLaren. <laughs> uh, between maybe a LaFerrari or a McLaren Senna. Senna. Yeah, but LaFerrari is it's the car that I'm looking. It's a long term goal. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think the Senna is in that halo? Does it? Do you think it reaches that halo like you were saying before with, you know, LaFerrari and the 918? Is it is it on par with that? Is it at the same level? I don't think so. I think P1 is, but I don't. I don't. P1 is a hypercar. Is that it has that new technology? Uh, I, I don't think Senna is. It's just a very cool looking car. Yeah, it's and, really uh, fast. No, it's cool. I mean, yeah. I've seen both of them and um, and some other work that I do. I've been, I mean, I haven't had a chance to drive either one, but I've seen them. And I'd say, yeah, the P1's kind of like the supercar. And then the Sin is like, I mean, almost like, because it's, it's smaller, if I remember correctly. I've seen them, you know, side by side, that the Sin would be more like a track car, really. It, it's, yeah. it's a really track yeah, folks car. I've never yeah. driven one. And uh, I have three or four friends that own them, and they, they hate them because they're so uncomfortable, but they love them because the way they drive. Yeah, yeah. And I've never driven one, so that's the car that that I'm looking at. The, the goal of this month is the yellow Carrera GT that is I'm is cooking. Yeah, to get that back. Well, it's cooking. It's it's yeah, happening. It's yeah. happening to put it back in the collection. Yes. When are you expecting? I think two months from now, uh, maybe a month and a half, two months from now. Yes. Nice. And then will you? I mean, is it deliver? How does that delivery experience work? What is that? You go pick it up. You're gonna fly there and drive it back, trailer it back, truck it, just ship it. No, usually, usually trailer back. Yeah, yeah it's hard. To I guess with a car yeah. in a long distance. Yeah, uh, especially not none of this car. Not the car. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Curiosity. Those cars are fun when you're in a mood of driving. You drive a car back from even from Atlanta. I've driven it back. I've I've taken cars for service. After an hour or two, that you're so tired. It's just not. It's just not for me at least. It's not fun anymore. Yeah. Yeah, because you're just on the road. You're not, uh, unless you're taking the long roads back and stopping a little bit, you know, here and there, like you would on a Saturday drive. If you're just doing interstate time with them, they're kind of. With uh, my life schedule is usually just drive back. Yeah, just try to, to get, get back, back. as need to be as fast so as you can. can. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I don't, I'm, I don't. I've never thought about driving a car back from New York. No, no. 
Yeah, that's a long way. I just bring it here and I drive it when it gets here. <laughs> well, that was always on. That's one of my bucket list items is to drive a car from uh, you know the West Coast to the East Coast. Um, you know, one of my one of my good friends drove uh, Pagani from San Francisco to Atlanta, uh, thirty six hundred and some miles in three days. Oh wow, really? For Aduno, yeah. Now, wait, how do you feel after that? <laughs> he said he would never do it again. <laughs> yeah, right. But it was, I mean, Pagani made them a memorabilia, and they, you know, they, they, everybody was cheering for him and everything. So, but he would, yeah, he drove, he said he would never do it again. He was, <laughs> it's just a long drive. Yeah, that's 30, a long 30, way. And he, he, he trucked it back from here to San Francisco. Yeah, so he's, he has a record of most miles in a week in a Pagani in the world right now. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. How many cars does Pagani make a year? 45. Oh, is it that many? Oh, I didn't even think it was that many. Now they make 45. Oh, gotcha. They, they built a new factory. He used to make 12, 13. Cars. I was, that's what I was thinking. That was in somewhere in the in the low double digits. Yeah. 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 Now I thought I read that somewhere. Cars. But with the same passion. They're all hand-built. Everything's... Man, yeah. You know. He still owns 100% of the company. He doesn't want to sell it. It's, he look at... It's... Again, he, you go into a lifestyle. He look at everybody as a family member. He... He knows everybody, you know, they call you, you know, they call me for COVID-19, make sure, with all this going on in Italy, make sure I'm okay. And I'm sure they call everybody else. We did the Zoom and a video chat. Mm -hmm. So he stays in contact. It reminds me of things that I've heard back when, when Enzo was doing with, with his early clients. Yeah. And he wants to make a book and write stories. Like he knows story of my life. He knows um, stories of every client he has. Right. You know, he has some billionaire clients you know, trust fund kids or what's not, but and the entrepreneurs that they started from nothing. He, you know, personally, he knows all the stories and that's really cool about it. Yeah, him, and that's really, you know, when we talk about that relationship and, you know, you as a, as a businessman, how important that is, oh, you know, with, yeah. to, to develop that kind of loyalty. Absolutely. You know, to the brand. And that's, it's a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, Simple but it's phone call. so important. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it works a lot. I mean, it's a value. I value it a lot. Yeah. Christopher called me that when everything was shut down, just asking about my family. To me, this is just a world of value. You know, yeah. it's not about the car. It's not about the money. No, it's about the people. It's not about the people. And yeah. that's what, that's what, that's what, that's what I see in Pagani. That's what I love the, the brand and I love the company yeah. so much. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a really cool story. Cause that, to me, that just drives home, you know, the, why, Again, for what we do and, and being car guys and, you know, it's it's a relationship. And then to hear that at the highest level, uh, you know, from an auto manufacturer, perfect. Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's amazing, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Well, listen, we're um, – thank you for your time. Of course. Yeah, this Great is – Great to have you guys. This has been fantastic, uh, you know, inviting us down here. And, again, you know, we like to take the show on the road so to speak. Yeah. It's really um, cool. So coming in here to, you know, to your place, talking about your cars. Um, again, we'll do this. We'll do this again in the future. Um, Absolutely. You know, but it's, uh, part of what we want to do is, is stay in touch and, uh, you know, we'd love to come in when you get the career in here. We'll come oh, in, 100%. take some pictures we'll let and, you guys know for sure. and uh, see what's going on. But, um, Owen, you got anything else there? No, just, uh, yeah, I can't wait till you get the career GT in Thank and, you. and Sammy, we learned obviously, you know, it, it is we're a little bit of, a crossbreed on our podcast, a little bit of everything, but set goals and your passion, anything out there for young, you know, entrepreneurs that are trying to succeed. And I mean, you started with nothing and look, you know, where we are today. 
um, anything else that you would? I mean, all, you know, all I've done, and I tell you know, people reach out to me sometimes. I mean, I haven't got near where I want to be, and you know, what I think I can be, what I want to be. But it's just plan and stick to it. Don't never quit. This has been something that I teach my kids at the very least. Don't never quit. Yeah. Put your brain. Write your note. Write your plans. Execute them. Try them. You know, there's always failures. You know, I've failed many, many, many times. We all fail. If you don't fail, yeah. you'll never learn, right? That's right. Right. So the, the key to failure is evaluation. One hundred percent. You know, it doesn't kill you, make you stronger, right? Yeah. And it's just have plans and write your plans and just work on them. And that's something to look forward. Mine is a car. It doesn't have to be a car. Sure. You know, mine happened to be a car, and it's something that you guys like, but yeah. not everybody like cars. Some people don't even understand cars. Yeah. But I mean, whatever it is, put a goal for it, and once. Once you achieve that goal, reward yourself because that automatically penetrates to your brain mm -hmm. and then your brain automatically looking for the next one. And that's, it's like a kid with a candy, right? Yeah, that's that yeah. dopamine I mean, release, you know, yeah. Today, you know, I've probably, was fortunate in life that I've probably had 60, 70, maybe 100 cars in, in, in past two decades of my career that I've bought, sold, or what's not. Uh, but I still today when I get a car, it doesn't matter what it is and has nothing to do with the value. Absolutely nothing to do with value. When I get the new car, if it's a $50,000 car, well, I don't, $100,000 car, a Corvette, or so I have a million dollar car, it has exactly the same feeling. When I get it, mm -hmm. I still get goosebumps. I still yeah. have that feeling. Yeah. It's like that achievement. Like, yes, I did it. Just like, you know, when you play soccer, you hit, you do football, you do a touchdown, how rewarding it is, you know. You feel like the world is cheering for you, right? And it's the same thing, same feeling. And uh, I think that's that's very, very important to have goals. And once you once you reach the goals, reward yourself. Awesome. Well, I, thanks yeah. so much for your time. And, and when you uh, get to the next decade, when you turn over 50 and you start doing more track stuff, let me know. Hey, I'll, I'll help you out for sure. I would so, love that. I would love yeah. that. Yeah, we should stay in contact. And yeah. uh, you guys need to come to this car events and... You know, our yeah. Saturday drives, welcome to, you know, join yeah. me, drive one of my cars or whatever you want. We'll have fun. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so much for your time, yeah, man. Course, I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Style. All right. Appreciate it. Right. Thanks, Thank Sammy. you, guys. All right.